Is lost. Now this is a Vince Lobianda request, ladies and gentlemen. Just let it ride out. Let it ride. Tell me your blue skies fade to gray. Tell me your passion's gone away. And it's like a I big climax. No Almost at the climax, baby. Uh. Just to hear the new low. I haven't heard this song in a while. Yeah, that's true. You pick up the leaves and you rake nope. up the bones. Wrong, wrong lyrics. Wrong words. All right, hold on. I'll let it ride. Same way We're gonna introduce the show in a minute, but here we, we go. can't just start it without the. This is like a roller coaster. It's like the log flume. Had a bad day. Take a walk down. Sing a sad song just to turn it around. Say you don't know. No, Tell All right. me don't lie. Work up All right, welcome into the From the Newsbleed show. I'm Seamus Doyle alongside Vince Lobiondo and Patrick O'Leary, TK behind the glass, as they say in the radio business. Uh, it's a it's a somber Monday. Uh, uh, yeah, as you can tell by the uh, intro today. Yeah, the, another sad intro. I'm pretty sure we had a sad intro last week. Well, or that was the week for, before. Wait, what was that? Oh, for? That was yeah. when uh, we went 0 for three. When the oh yeah, that was yeah, the worst had, day in Philly sports history, which wasn't even the so case. In three weeks, we've had two sad intros. Yeah, well, I mean, it's not fun being a, a Philly sports fan. Not nobody, at all. Nobody it's said the, it was. It's terrible. It's actually, it actually sucks a lot. It, it's probably bad. It's worse than most franchises. I sometimes wish okay. I was gay, though. <laughs> That's not live. That is our soundboard because we have such a brilliant, uh, we have such a brilliant producer that the soundboard is just that. I and, sometimes wish okay. I was gay, though. And we've been doing this show for three years, probably, and Taylor's been our producer the entire time, and that. Is the uh, uh, the the uh, the crux? Not even the right wording, but that is what we have. That's your. I sometimes wish okay. I was gay, though. That's it. I mean, I, I, like I, the, I can uh, I can only work with what I receive. I've had multiple uh, uh, the media personalities on this show. We've gotten into. We've I gotten sometimes into, wish uh, okay. I was gay, though. <laughs> serious topics with with many many people that are respected in the Philly sports media world. I and sometimes this, wish okay. I was gay, though. <laughs> And this, a smear campaign. I feel like, listen. I what feel, was it? Something you said. I feel like Trump. Was it something you said? Uh, yes. Then it, how is it a smear? You campaign? You are taking it completely out of context. Do you want the context? Explain. Here's the context. Wait, wait. I, I can play the context. All right, play the goddamn context then. Just I sometimes back. wish okay. I was gay though because <laughs> this no 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 no. I'm, no. I'm gonna go there. I'm putting my foot I, down. I sometimes wish I was gay because I get very distracted by insanely beautiful women. Meaning, if an insanely beautiful woman comes up to me, I can't talk to them. You would just get in distracted What's by insanely beautiful so men. should be gay. <laughs> What's wrong with that? It just seems like an extreme reaction. Nope. So, it's not, so it's not a smear campaign. All right, Taylor, listen to me. No. Listen to me. I, I am probably the most honest person you've ever met in your entire life for a couple reasons. Number one, I'm not saying that I'm the most attractive person in the world because I'm not. There's Bob Marley. There's, I don't know. Uh, uh, what in the world? <laughs> Bob Marley is dead. Are there's, you sure you're not gay? There's, <laughs> that, there's that Pearl. All I'm saying is, listen, uh, I get ang social anxiety sometimes. Do you? With uh, with females. Oh. 
Now I've you know I've done okay with females I guess but after I, I got question? over the anxiety. If you were gay, wouldn't you just have the same things with men? men. No, because here's the thing: I'm not gay. But if you're saying you wish you, were, you cut were to get out of that, so you just would be attracted to men and just be yeah, socially be nervous. Yeah. Well, I get maybe you wouldn't be intimate with women if you were gay. There's a I, lot don't, of, I don't know about that because you know. <laughs> what I, do I just, you mean you just, don't know about that? I just don't. Th- All right, so maybe I should have described it like this. Sometimes I wish uh, my penis didn't work, I guess. <laughs> or, oh, that, oh or that I wasn't God. attracted to either what? sex. Like, you just want to be asexual? Be asymptomatic. Asexual? Asymptomatic. It's not the same thing as asexual. <laughs> Whatever. All what I'm saying is now? <laughs> beautiful women sometimes are distracting to me and they make me vomit. That's all. All right. So uh, let's talk sports, I guess. I don't re- See, here's the thing. There's nothing really like I'm going to talk about the Eagles, right? Oh, we're going to talk about the Eagles. We're going to talk about the Eagles. But the problem with the Eagles is this. A lot of things. It's not as entertaining as your conundrums in your head. It's not. But, you know, I, I feel like we're at a roast or something. <laughs> Seamus, welcome to the roast. But, no, seriously. Boom, roasted. If you want to talk about the Eagles instead of just smearing oh, me. Oh, now it's a roast. Instead of just smearing me and just throwing me all up and down the field. You smear you later. up your own point. The Eagles just lost to a team that doesn't have a name. To a guy that's Reese Hoskins' brother or something? Who's the starting quarterback's name? Hoskins? Wayne Haskins? Haskins. Well, it's his brother, I guess. And we lost to him. Oh, another brother. Well, yeah, let's... uh, And... Just going back to the well. I'm going back to the well. Uh... Let's talk about the game. So there's not much to talk about. There, no, there's a lot. There's a lot not to really. talk about. Yes, See, there is. So they involve uh, Goddard. Goddard looked good. I can recap the entire game for you well, right now. Why don't you let me do it for once? Dallas Goddard uh, did well, <laughs> right? He had a nice showing. Uh, Rieger had the nice catch. Uh, Rieger, but Rieger, re- yeah. whatever, dude. He had the rookie had a nice catch, uh, and that was it, by the way, from him. But he had the nice catch. And that was nice. And they failed to utilize Jackson more than, what, three times maybe? So I think that's a problem. Uh, Also, I don't know who anybody on the offensive line is. I've never heard of them. Yeah, they're bad. They're really bad. And people are going to say, oh, Wentz got sacked eight times. Was it seven or eight times? Eight. Eight. Oh, whatever. I mean, that's not his fault. The fumbles were his fault. And also the the picks were his fault. I mean that was just bad. He was he even said it himself he was two different players in the first and second half. I mean so well, yeah. he's not, and he is not. I hate to say it, and I'm not like saying this to get like Vince mad or Pat mad or Taylor mad or, or John Creighton mad or uh, Mike right. Missanelli mad or anybody else mad. But I don't think I, I think people in the city of Philadelphia, specifically the the fake phony sports fans that they call themselves. There's such bandwagon fans in that Carson Wentz can never do any wrong. Uh, no matter what anybody tells you, no matter what the statistics say, he is a top five quarterback in the league, and you can't convince these people otherwise. It's like, well, maybe he just isn't that good. Well, the other half of the fan base is a bunch of people that prey on Carson Wentz's downfall and seem like they're happy when he plays horrible. But I think there's a middle ground between it. I think maybe Carson Wentz isn't as good as people would like him to be, but I also think he's not as awful as as they would like him to be. But I just don't think that he's like... Obviously, he's not a top five quarterback in the league. Does he have the tools? Yeah. Does he have the talent? Yeah. Probably if he could, if he can like manage to not get injured. Like that's a whole different story, though. When when did we see him at his best? Twenty seventeen. Yeah. 
and the end of last and, year. And what did that offensive line look like? Oh, in that, but that's true. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I admit that that's true. But the problem with that is, if you're an elite quarterback, right? If you're a top five quarterback in the league, can you still get away with winning? And, I mean, and not I'm, look, I'm not saying that. Not looking as bad as he did yesterday. He's even, not a top five. Even with a disheveled offensive line. He's not a top five. He's not. But I think there are people that think he's at least a top five. Like, I, I think your run-of-the-mill Philly sports fans say, hey, listen, we got Carson, and I guarantee you when they were up 17 to nothing early in that game, and he, what, it was at the half it was 17 nothing, right? Yes. I think. So everyone's like, that's it, Super Bowl, Carson Wentz is back, MVP candidate again, we got Carson Wentz, he's amazing. Fast forward to the second half, he shits the bed. And it's not like... It's not like you're you're upset with me, but I'm uh, obviously you're going to have your piece, Vince, in a minute. I just wanted to tell you what I thought about the game, and I only watched a few recaps. You know what you I mean? You didn't even watch the game? Oh, I was working, dude. I was making wings for the city of, of Delaware County, which isn't a city. But uh, but I did go back and I watched like some of the film, and I was like, okay, at least they, they targeted Goddard, which was nice. Earth well, got Earth got the touchdown. You got into the film room? I did get in the... Me, yeah, me and Ray Diddinger went into the film room. Ooh. Well, the... Yeah, you don't want to hear much more after that. Goddard and Goddard <laughs> and Ertz, it was uh, it was interesting throughout the game. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. I think this was a this was like a, <laughs> all right. What, what the fuck? Please retract. <laughs> what is happening here? He's the sweetest man I've ever met, and he just made a very weird situation. <laughs> oh, dude! Oh, well, look at this. He's got. A, see, this is Taylor plugging himself. I met Ray Didinger. Good for you. I didn't say he wasn't a sweet man. I was what did you say about Ray Dinger? I just said me and Ray Dinger went into the <laughs> film room and we had a good time. <laughs> You're the sick one that Taylor that 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 goes in. I into can the, literally play this back and you, show what you were suggesting. And you insinuated that in your <laughs> sick mind. Taylor, Taylor, play the sound clip again. Uh, With your Jason Worth beard over there. I sometimes wish My I was Jason what? Worth beard. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Do I have to play it? Do I have to play that one back? Yes. You heard what I said. Play it back. Run it back, <laughs> Turbo. Vince is getting sick of my shit already. <laughs> oh, yeah, I just Vince want to talk about like the fucking I, I know, game. but I thought that you were going to be like excited that hey, Sheamus like knew something that happened during the game. No, no, yesterday. I am. And am I right? And like, is my Carson Wentz analysis like completely? Well, I'll get to the Carson. Is it completely flawed? Not completely. No, I just right. based going into the game, I wasn't over. I mean, I thought we were going to win, but I wasn't overly confident with all the people out. I mean, when you're missing Lane Johnson, when you're missing Brandon Brooks. And that offensive line has like multiple dudes on it that have never played. They, before. Have, a, they have a guy that was literally a rugby player, and they're like, I mean, "Hey, we're gonna throw you into an NFL game now." Jack Dr- Jack Driscoll, uh, what was he? A fourth round pick last year's draft. Never started a game. He he leaves the game injured. Jason Peters looks every bit of his age, and he wanted a fucking raise to play left tackle, and he was, was getting shit. steamrolled. So I mean, the first drive. Let's talk about like the positives. The first half was obviously fun. It was great. It was uh, awesome. The first drive was beautiful. I mean, that, en- that ended on the, perfect. Did that per- first drive end on the Ertz touchdown? Yeah, that was yeah. that one. That was beautiful. And the Ertz and the Ertz and Goddard thing was interesting because it was clear as day if you watched the game that they phased Ertz out big time for Goddard. Yeah. Like, and this is really going back to the fact that maybe the Eagles are not going to bring him back. I mean, I don't know if you heard the report that uh, earlier this week. Or earlier last week, uh, Roseman and Ertz had a heated discussion about re-signing. Like, and, uh, I can't imagine Roseman, of all people, getting heated about anything. I just can't imagine that. And Zach was talking to the media saying that he wants to be back, but he doesn't think that that feeling is mutual. All right, so we have a JT Romuto situation on our hands. Yeah, he said he's... It's sort of like He that. said he's going into this year imagining that it will be his last in an Eagles uniform. 
Well, here's the thing about that. At least we have. At least we have. Uh, if we didn't have Goddard, obviously we'd be right. fucked. I. I just think that people. I do think Goddard is great, but I think people underrate how valuable Zach Ertz is to this team. There have been multiple years where he has been the only top receiver on this team, and he also has some of the biggest moments in franchise history. He literally caught the game-winning touchdown in the Super Bowl. Do you think fans um, underrate Ertz, or, or are you talking about more the organization? I guess I guess a little bit of both. I mean, I don't know how much money he's asking for, so I can't attest to that, but I feel like people are just like, oh yeah, Dallas Goddard is immediately ready to step up and be a top three tight end in the league, because that's what, that's what Ertz is. It's Kittle, Kelsey, and then Ertz, and then a big drop off. Yeah. Oh yeah, that, that's true. And basically, people are ready to, uh, to say that oh, Dallas Goddard right now is just ready to be a top three tight end. And I mean, he's great and everything, but let's not forget what Zach Ertz is. Yeah, that's he's true. not. He's he's not replaceable that easily. No. But uh, like you said, uh, Jalen Rager looked pretty good. Uh, he was targeted four times, one catch. It was that bomb. That was like my favorite play the whole entire mm-hmm. game. Just finally seeing. Carson like, get a deep threat and utilize it. He missed him on one later in the game when he was struggling, and in that same drive, he missed Deshaun. Two bad plays in a row by Carson, but uh, let's talk about the O-line, dude. I mean, it, I knew it was going to be bad because Washington's D-line is stacked, but holy shit. Like, I looked at that O-line, like just the names, and I was like, I don't know who any of these people are. So let me agree with you. Carson definitely could have played better. Carson, I think the interceptions were his fault, given I think the receivers could have come towards the ball a little bit more. But still, bad decisions on his part. He was missing guys. And uh, the fumbles, I mean, yeah, fumbling is a problem with him. I would say they weren't all his fault, but it's like a, he's a track record of fumbling. So, Well, that's the thing. And also, like, I don't understand. Like, I guess this goes back to Peterson and play calling and stuff. But like I would think that they were they would utilize Deshaun Jackson more than they did. Yeah, yeah I agree. I, I think the my my main like, thing is the reason why they signed him just to be the deep yeah. threat here. Yeah, later in the game, it was becoming obvious that they needed to start calling more plays that weren't taking a minute to develop down the field. Like yeah. did, Carson didn't have time to throw, and again he played bad. He threw picks. He had fumbles. He, it's hard for. A quarterback to get in a rhythm when you're getting smoked every other play. Not only that, like I, I understand Sanders is your number one guy, right? Yeah, running he back wasn't playing. I understand that, but like that doesn't mean you you have to abandon the run as early as they did. Yeah, and like because that's that's just not fair. It to feels Carson like they Wentz, only first yeah. of all. It feels like they only ran it a few times, and also Carson Wentz is statistically, I think he's a top three quarterback in the league. Uh, on the move statistically and they only moved him out of the pocket once yeah like, that was a big issue too. what like the whole thing this offseason was like we're going to move Carson out we're going to get speed this and that and then they do it one time in the game like you can't do that like you yeah. have to move him out i don't understand especially it. when your o line is falling apart a- after 2 seconds and i mean all these people are crying that half the sacks are on Carson cuz he wasn't throwing the ball away like Okay, then those are the same people that are going to cry when he gets hit with multiple intentional grounding flags. And he would have been throwing the ball away every other play. Yeah, that's true. What, half of our drives would have just been Carson throws the ball away three times. I mean, he's try- the guy's trying to make a play. Uh, I don't know what you want. The same people would be saying, oh, he's just scared to get hit. That's the dumb kind of shit that Philly fans would say. He could have done a better job of getting the ball out in certain situations, but for the most part, 
you can't just expect him to throw the ball away every time he's pressured, which was every play. Yeah, he hey, listen, the, the, plain and simple, dude. He doesn't have an O line. Uh, that's not gonna, no. That's not going to be good. Uh, the whole, it really sucks. This that, whole season could be a disaster yeah. just because of that. It really sucks that our O line was always the one thing we could count on, and our skill positions last year were shaky. And now it's kind of flip-flop that the skill positions are looking good and the O-line is going to stink. Like, why can't we ever just be on the same page at the same fucking time? I mean, Washington's defense is is fine, right? They're, they're good. And right? They're very going. good. I just don't understand. Oh, yeah, they are very good. I just don't understand losing to a team, A, that doesn't have a name, <laughs> and B, that's just historically a dumpster fire. Yeah. Like, Washington is, argu- In that fashion. is arguably... yeah. Them scoring, what, 27 unanswered to yeah, win the game? It's, it's unacceptable. So it's unacceptable. It really is embarrassing whether you have an O-line or not because I think that Washington is just really – they're not good. Dude. They're, yeah, they're, we, they're we, not going to be a good team. The we're going to be one of their only wins. The Eagles yep. came uh, under a first-year head coach in, in Rivera. He's got a new locker room. He's going through through a lot of weird shit. He's got with cancer. Yeah, he's I got think. cancer. He's mm-hmm. he, he's dealing with the whole name change thing. He's trying to bring a new locker yeah, room stepped, together. He stepped into a dumpster fire. That's definitely a part that's getting underlooked. Oh, you have to like, give credit to Ron Rivera. Yeah, you oh, can 100%. say like, oh, it's a divisional game. It's like, no, this is his first game against the Eagles as an NFC coach. Not to mention right. all the personal stuff he's going through. Well, so, yes, I mean, but like still that you have to you have to believe that that right. is a factor too. Yeah. Let's. How many times have I talked about the fact that it is absurd the injuries that happened to this team? How how is it? Someone please explain to me how since 2017, every single year without fail, the Eagles are the most injured team in the league by at least week one. I, I just, poison shakes. I, I, here, poison shakes. Here's what's going to make you like, feel better. Again, I don't want to come up with some crazy conspiracy, but since the 2017 shakes. it's those goddamn shakes no but for real isn't that like doesn't that Boys show something like there has to be something there There's i mean no- dude but also you look at the kicker for cincinnati did you see that shit yeah a lot of people think he faked the morbidly obese kicker who totally missed the field goal and ow. then he was like ow oh my god i'm hurt literally kicking the kicker while he's down he's fat there's no way he should be in <laughs> the league morbidly obese he's not morbidly obese that's but what it, you just said that, uh, okay exactly it's called an said. exaggeration i admit that i exaggerate that but i'm just saying like all right you miss bad and then all of a sudden you're hurt i mean come on dude he said he tore his hammy kicking but a lot yeah, of people don't if, buy that if he made that field goal the, the hammy would have been well, fine so what you think that is a tie to the eagle somehow yeah or? because i think well Actually, I just contradicted myself because yes, I'm saying did. that he's not actually injured. But I'm just saying, <laughs> freak injuries happen all the time. In, no, I, the I agree. But I look at Teddy Bridgewater, and now he's starting. I'm somehow. not even saying freak injuries. Just we constantly have the most players hurt all the time. <laughs> I mean, you can't. How argue many? With that. How many players went to the blue tent in that game on on Sunday? That was absurd. Like, I mean, the Cowboys had a lot of injuries like last time, night too. To be fair, BG did you see that? Like, at one point, Vinny Curry goes Vinny down. Curry. Jack Driscoll goes down. Like, did you see that Cowboys game last night? Uh, they had I three or four starters in the in the X ray room within the first half. Yeah, I mean, it just doesn't make sense to me how it's always the Eagles though. Like, first of all, we have our running back one uh, starting le- right tackle out like. We already were missing so many people going into the game that multiple people An get 85 hurt. An 85-year-old Jason Peters. Yeah, um, dude, I am... Can you believe that he actually wanted to make more money? 
at some point. Yeah, I can't yes. believe it. I mean, that is just like Look, dude, he should be ashamed of himself. Looking forward to uh, next week when we play the Los Angeles Rams. I just hope that someone is preparing the funeral services for Carson. Aaron, I, 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 Aaron Donald is going to actually murder our quarterback. I hope you guys. I mean, I hope this entire city is ready for an zero and two football team by week three. It's yes, because they're not they're not beating uh, the Rams. No. They're but not. They, they got a shot. We're they're not. They're not going to beat the Rams. We have, we have a shot, but if I mean, defense, if our our if Fletcher oh, Cox yeah. shows up, then we have a shot. Yeah, Flynn can come back. I am just. I am absolutely terrified of what Aaron Donald is going to do. They to that beat O-line. the Cowboys last night, and Tyler Higby and Cooper Cup were virtually like like non-existent throughout that game. Yeah. If they get their entire offense in that game uh, against Philadelphia, we're screwed, dude. I mean, I'm not saying the Cowboys are good because. Prescott obviously is not a good They should be better than us. He but is I not. Feel like that's every year. I'll tell you what, Prescott, after watching that game he's last fine. night, he is not a very good quarterback. And I used to be I a Prescott. I used to be a Prescott fan. He's above average. But he's not very he's not great. He's not worth the money he's gonna make. Yeah. I mean, he turned down the largest contract in NFL history. I mean, Zeke's a monster. I was just talking Can to Can we Pat talk about, about Zeke's that. tattoo? That is fucking horrible. But like, I don't understand why see he lifted no. his shirt in the end zone. Because well, he always. He, I, I don't like that. Wearing the crop top is like his thing. Did you guys see the tattoo? Yes. It, it says no. it says feed me on his stomach oh, on geez, his belly like, button. Below his belly button. Like, yeah. Yeah. So so feed me with me. a spoon. Like, like what is that supposed? His, to? His, he always does the yeah. thing with the spoon. I get yeah. that. That's like his saying. I guess yeah, it's his. It's his. Uh, I guess if I guess Brand. if you're. I guess if you're like uh, a a deaf guy. That that would be like more like oh that's what he does like if you were deaf you would be like oh there's the guy that does that <laughs> but like as a person that has his full hearing I just don't understand why he does that. It's not that. like he has a mic when he's <laughs> playing. What are you talking about? Well, no, I get it, but it's like if if I was deaf, I'd be like oh maybe he's saying something. I don't know. All right, what? Anyway, it's it's a wait, really horrible, wait, horrible wait, tattoo. No, but, no, no. What, what were you trying to make <laughs> happen there? Well, well, you remember back in the um, the twenties or thirties when they had the side, the the, uh, the the talkies, what they called them? Well, right? no, what? No, it wasn't a talkie. It was a uh, picture show. Right, and it was just uh, it was the movies. Yes, because they didn't have audio. They didn't have audio. Us. Yeah, they didn't have Taylor behind the glass, so they couldn't figure it out, and they couldn't make embarrassing uh, uh, soundboards of Seamus. But uh, I digress. But yeah, I mean that's what it reminds me of. Like when I'm watching an NFL game or even or any sports sporting event, and they do these motions with their hands. Like I'm like I feel like that I'm watching a um, a, a picture show, and the commentators aren't doing anything. Well, I mean you have a a corpse and Al Michaels, and you have uh, wow, Chris, Chris, what, what's his name? Collinsworth. I hate Chris Collinsworth, who was a player sixty years ago, and he thinks that he still knows the the current game inside and out. He knows well, he, way more about football than he, me, you, all of us combined. Anybody would ever. But that's know. all he does. Like that's his job is to know that. Yeah. Okay. No shit. I'm just saying. I don't think he's very talented. <laughs> you what? Just said that. Not that he doesn't know football. I mean, he is talented. Yeah. I don't like him, but. I mean, he played the game 60 years ago. Yeah, but he's been studying the game since then. The game's evolved. What is going on with you today? Well, I was already the rock and roll before I got like bombarded by the soundboard thing. Bombarded <laughs> about a thing that you said on your own free will. Yeah. <laughs> but I was, I was set up. I was set up. You knew it was getting recorded. I feel like, to, see, I hate to like, f- I hate to like act like Trump, and I feel like that's what I'm doing. Yeah, it definitely. Hey, this is what happened. Listen, it wasn't my fault. Taylor and the Democrats are going way out of control, and Tifa, they're, they're they're trying to smear me, and that's what you're trying to do. 
Are you calling Taylor and You know the right new now? conspiracy theory that my dad believes wow, is that the, right into it. the wildfires out in California are actually caused by Antifa members burning down the state. I would love to ask your dad what Antifa is. Uh, they're funded by Joe Biden's campaign. Yeah, apparently they're funded by the Biden campaign. It's not even. It's like not a real thing because there's no leader. Well, there's no leader, but there's anarchists. I guess they go out there sometimes. Now, did you know there? Jo- didn't you know Joe Biden is the leader? Joe Biden's the leader. Yeah, you didn't know that. <laughs> He's the king. Kamala Harris was the leader, and then he was like, "Oh, well, you're going to be my roommate." All right. Well, back back to the Eagles. Back to the Eagles. Uh, go ahead, Vince. You can finish up the Eagles. No, ne- like you were saying about the <laughs> about the Rams next week. Um, I would have faith if I knew what our line was. I think that our defense can handle their offense. Actually, I'm not as worried they have a on that good front. Offense, though, dude. I'm not as worried about their that offense. That running back who I just picked up on uh, fantasy. Cam Akers. Oh, no, no, the other one. No, Cam Akers is a. Ro- he's the rookie, right? Yeah. yeah, Brown. I just I just dropped DeAndre Swift, who's a who's a. Stiff. You just dropped DeAndre Swift. He's, he's a, a He's a stiff dude. You see, he had a horrible James game. Is a he had a touchdown. He had a touchdown, dude. He had six fantasy points. Okay. He sucks. Tell I mean, me more about your fantasy team. Yo, <laughs> can I pull it up real quick? Michael yeah, Thomas. Let's go. Let's go through it. Michael, Michael Thomas. Thomas fucking Michael me. Thomas only had a couple points. So I, I mean, took him first, should they drop first him? First round, dude. But uh, anyway, like I was Four saying, points. I'm just worried about our offense because Aaron Donald. And yeah. if we have another game like uh, the Redskins, where our O line is getting dominated, Carson's being forced in the bad throws, maybe turning the ball over a couple times, and you get them in good field position. You would think that LA's the uh, the, the favorites in that We're one. the favorites, actually. That's amazing to me. Don't know how, but uh, yeah, so I don't know. It's it's once again going to come down to the O-line. Vince, can I- seeing the way that Aaron Donald literally just pushed away half of the Dallas line in that one play Doesn't last make night, me too confident about what's about I'm to happen. I'm shitting my pants for next week. <laughs> yeah. Carson's going to get split in half. He's going to die. Do you want to hear my fantasy team real quick? Uh, it, it's so interesting. Yeah, please. All right, so I've, I drafted two quarterbacks. Two? Because I'm smart. Oh, you're crazy. Oh, you want to hear the first one? <laughs> I know. Ooh, what, what's, I know I'm a wild one today. What's what's your funny fantasy name? Uh, St. Seamus. Oh. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't care anymore. That's my Nope, I don't care anymore. <laughs> All right. I literally don't care anymore. Josh, Josh Allen. No, I literally don't care <laughs> oh, anymore. I need your honest I, opinion. I will mute you. Oh, I need your honest no, opinion, though. Please no. help me. Taylor. No. Taylor, come on. <laughs> You're done. Come on. All right, what's next, man? <laughs> and he has been muted. So, let me run through this real quick. He really wants to. He's begging. He's, he's tapping on the glass. Quick. Let me run through it real quick, you fucking bastard. Josh Allen. <laughs> Nobody has, gives a shit about your fantasy team. Josh Allen. I actually, I want to see what this asshole drafted. All right, you want to hear it, Vince? No, I'm talking to you then. He posted it all over everywhere. You didn't see it? No, I didn't see it. <laughs> put, the, put the curtain down. Josh Allen's at quarterback. He's, he got me 45 points. That was a nice showing, right? I Kenyon Drake, who I'm about to drop because he so under, underperformed. He, he under you can't just drop players after one week, Seamus. <laughs> Do you not know how fantasy works? I have Derrick Henry tonight, and I will drop that guy if he doesn't score me at least 18. Devontae Adams was okay. He got me 41 points. Okay, <laughs> That was a great game by Adams. Okay, fine. Tyler Lockett, who's been my guy in fantasy for like the last five years since he came into the league, um, he got me 17 points, which was great. Cooper Cup underperformed. Yeah. Tyler Higby, their tight end, underperformed. Will Fuller. You gotta love how you gotta love how he said Tyler Higby underperformed, but he didn't mention dropping him, the one white guy. Uh, the one white guy that underperformed. Oh, that's true. I'm a racist. Hey, listen, I'm a racist. <laughs> you're getting, I did you're not getting canceled. Drop Tyler Higby. Uh, well, I'm just well, saying. There's there's another sound clip. Uh, no, well, no, you know why he dropped Swift, right? He went to prep. Yeah, yeah, fuck the you him, man. <laughs> by the That wall. sounds like a you problem. Fuller, yeah, yeah, by Fuller, the wall. <laughs> Will Fuller got me 19 points, right? Okay. 
And uh, Zane Gonzalez missed a field goal, but somehow managed to get me eight points. So that was very good. And the Vikings defense really stepped up. They got me negative four points. Yeah. This is <laughs> the best segment you've ever was done. Fantastic. And I got, hold on, do you want to hear my bench? Oh, I can't oh, wait. That's, I got, that's I got, what it's all about. Wait, got, wait, wait, can I guess? No. I got Kyler Murray on my bench. <laughs> Who did you start over Kyler Murray? Uh, Josh Allen. Okay. Against okay. the Jets. I guess. So, I mean, Murray didn't do that great. Uh, what, what round did you draft both those quarterbacks? Because they both. I drafted Josh Allen God, in the sixth really round. Into this. Okay. And Kyler Murray in like the seventh. I, I went back to back. You went back to back quarterbacks. You were yeah. oh Jesus God. Christ. <laughs> so Todd Gurley, Somebody who I'm also about draft. to drop, is on my bench. Gurley's on my bench. DeAndre Swift is on my bench. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, who I should have started, is on my bench. Jersey's fine. Jarvis Landry, who's overrated, is on my bench. And I have a second uh, tight end, Austin Hooper. Overrated, but I still drafted him. I mean, I didn't know. I didn't even know like what to do because like my first choices were uh, McCaffrey, uh, Mahomes, uh, like Saquon, you know, and all of them went off the board. Cool. I had the fourth overall <laughs> pick though. Wow. Fuck you, Taylor. Man. All right. Is that is that it? That's it. There goes the best segment that Shane has ever done. So I was hour. watching. Um, I was watching nine eleven documentaries all weekend. Loose what? change. And I, what? Isn't yeah, loose change? Loose change. Isn't that the OG one? That's, is that a 9-11 documentary? Yeah, that was like the No, 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 no. I, I didn't watch that one. See, I like to like really get depressed. Like sometimes. <laughs> like just get in my bag, I guess. Because I will go deep. Get in my bag, I guess. <laughs> I, I will go deep into like the 9-11 shit. And it really fucks my day up, man. I, 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 I'll sit there sobbing. And like my cat's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like I could his his cat, which by way, may I add, is a female named Danny DeVito. Danny, well, you have to look at who named her. It but was Pat, Pat Doyle. Yeah. <laughs> but it's also named with an with an I. So that was not the original spelling. Yeah, I yeah, convinced no. him to switch it <laughs> after I said to him, "It's a female." <laughs> yeah, so I'm not going to get into the 911 shit, but I'm just saying you should listen to a blowback podcast. It's all about that. It's all about. They have a whole podcast about nine eleven. Well, the repercussions. It's like, like the war. Repercussions. Oh, okay, good. Because like yeah. I, I was thinking, maybe every day they're like, yeah, two planes crash into the World Trade Center. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wait, did they well, just crash into the World Trade well, Center? <laughs> well, yeah, but that's also my problem with nine eleven, and this could get me into some trouble. My my problem with nine eleven. No. My problem wait, with 9-11... Wait, 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 daily podcast no. about what happened on 9-11. Well, yeah, well, you see these two jetliners crashed into the World Trade Center, and then uh, the buildings failed and collapsed. Talk on next week's tomorrow. episode, we will talk about how two airplanes crashed into the World Trade Center, and then the and building... started a t- nearly two-decade war. Yeah. See you next week. Yeah, uh, yeah and started a war that uh, we invaded a country that didn't attack us. And that makes sense. But um, that's a whole different story. Yeah. But here's my problem with the with the me- with the mainstream media's portrayal of 9/11. Oh God! And, and oh, like, Mr. Trump is here tonight. And no, 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 I'm it's not. It's nothing right to do with Trump because it wasn't just New York. It wasn't media. just the World Trade Center. No, because I have a problem with Trump too. Because on 9/11, he was interviewed and he was like. Uh, we're going to rebuild that skyline so fast your head will spin. It was the most beautiful skyline. It's, that building's going back up. Meanwhile, thousands of people are still trapped under uh, this building. But anyway, uh, <laughs> and like also on that interview on 9-11, he was like, yeah, I sent my men down there uh, and they're really hu- – there's no evidence at all that he sent any of his Who workers his down men? there. <laughs> like he just has like slaves, I guess, which actually wouldn't be surprising. That wouldn't surprise me. In the but slaves, um, yeah. anyway, back to my original point. The mainstream media's portrayal of 9-11 in this country is so fucked up because 
if you go up to somebody and be like, yeah, but what's your reaction about 9-11? The first thing they think about is the World Trade Center, right? That's where the majority of people died, I guess, if you don't, if you exclude the Iraq War and all the innocent civilians that we killed in the name of 9-11, but that's a different story, again. But it's like, also a plane crashed into the Pentagon. Now, that could be another episode on that podcast, I guess, over and over again. It's it's more about the war repercussions. Okay, right. But like, no, I feel like nobody talks about how the Pentagon got hit. Yes. How... I mean, United 93 had like a 15 like seconds of fame thing, but like nobody really talks about United 93. Did you know that that's not even like a proven story? It is, but there's conspiracies out there that the uh, the coroner said that he didn't find any evidence of any bodies there. Well, maybe because they were all incinerated. I'm no conspiracy theorist, but there's just no proof that that actually happened. There is because what's the proof? But here's the there thing: there were no outgoing calls made from that. No, but plane. But, but there's air traffic control uh, uh, logs that were released, and you could hear the uh, the command center like uh, talking with the the uh, the uh, captain of the uh, United 93. If we're gonna have an I should have got my brother to come on here. He's a big 9-11 conspiracy theorist. But, but like, there's a lot of misinformation out there about United 93 based on the fact that it crashed into a, um, a field. And, and, of course, in Pennsylvania, it crashes into a field. And I just don't... See, my thing about that is they do have um, audio, like, from the plane to uh, various workers within the, within the airline uh, company. So... I mean, there's definitely evidence that it happened, but I think that it's kind of sick in a way because they made movies about United 93 and they sort of like dramatize. How do you, what am I trying to say? Dramatize. They dramatize the entire thing. Like, oh, this whole plane was a bunch of heroes that wanted to take down, uh, that wanted to basically thwart the attack, can which you give, might have happened. Can you give me an estimation of the amount of hours you put into all of this in the past what four or no three days probably a good four or five hours right on yeah because it's just like it's fascinating to me i feel like not enough people talk about the time mark Wahlberg said if he was on the plane it wouldn't have happened like mark Wahlberg actually said so mark Wahlberg was supposed to be on i'm gonna look up the direct quote but go on get the context i think Wahlberg was scheduled to be on flight 11 which was the plane that crashed into the north tower the first like fell asleep well, no. Like, didn't wake up for See, it. his wasn't like a Seth MacFarlane thing. Come on, here it is. His, oh, his, that it was Seth MacFarlane. Yo, if I was on that plane with my kids, it wouldn't have went down like it did. There would have been yeah. a lot of blood in that first class cabin. <laughs> Which there was anyway. And then, and then sure. he said that he would land the plane safely too, right? He said that I he... I believe so. I <laughs> believe he went on the sales. This movie is directed by Mark <laughs> Scorsese. <laughs> yeah. He said, okay, we're going to land somewhere safely now. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> but here's my, my problem with that is, okay... You're Mark Wahlberg. You're an actor. You're not an actual superhero. Why are we even entertaining this? It's just, it's bizarre. It's got to be one we of the funniest. We all know this is It's just an absolutely thing. hilarious but, but the whole yeah. But the whole Mark Wahlberg thing was kind of, um, it, it wasn't as interesting as the whole Seth MacFarlane thing. What happened with Wahlberg is he was scheduled to be on Flight 11 that crashed into the World Trade Center. Yes. But months before, he uh, rescheduled his, his trip. So, but Seth MacFarlane, he says that he he had a ticket for flight 11. Yeah. And he woke up late and he was literally at the gate and they had just closed the gate and he was like he was hung over he said so that's why he woke up late. And like he was 5 minutes away from being on that plane. That seems way. like seems like quite the coincidence that all the people with money. But then just so happened but then to miss if, the flight that if day. If Mark Wahlberg he wasn't rich at that point. If if Wahlberg 
and and McFarlane were both on that plane. No Ted. About that. <laughs> How about that? Thank God they survived that so and we Ted could get too. Ted. And, and Ted, Ted too. Well, that one was whatever. Wait, have you guys seen Ted? Ted, yeah. Ted too was hilarious. Love Ted. I love Ted. So I don't know why, but my parents felt like they wanted to watch that. And me and my sister came over and we were watching the rest of the movie. And then there was that one scene. Your parents? Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. And there was that one scene. It's like, yeah. why, why is this happening? Well, like, <laughs> well, funny thing about that is I went to the movies with my mom and my brother one time and the sham, one of the shitty Northeast movie theaters. But, um, by the Wawa? <laughs> All right. <laughs> by the Wawa. You know, yeah, I mean, you are I, putting a flamethrower to everything you can tonight. I'm just saying, if it was in Delco, it would say one of the shitty Delco uh, movie theaters. They're all shitty. Go on. But, um, <laughs> so we we watched that horrible movie, and I'm sitting next to my mom Ted? and my brother, and John Cena is what having, is having sex with uh, that blonde lady that... That says she's fat all the Amy time and Schumer. she's not even that fat. Isn't, he's not, no longer oh, talking about that. Oh, I know which one you're talking about. It's yeah, LeBron John James Cena movie. is having oh, sex with, with Amy Schumer all of a sudden. And I'm like, I don't want to watch this with my mom. I don't want to watch this I at watch all. I want to watch this with my dad. No, like, like that's not. <laughs> he wants to watch it with Ray Dillinger. It's <laughs> not even like, like, I couldn't even like, like, like get excited about that. Why would you get excited about <laughs> it's it? It's not a movie to get <laughs> it's, excited it's, for. It's John Cena fucking Amy Schumer. Why would you be excited well, no matter I, what? Well, that's what I mean. Like, why would you have a sex scene like that? For, I don't Comedic know. Comedic purposes. Trying to be yeah. funny. Like, yeah. I'd like to see, like, uh, Amy Adams and Bradley Cooper. I like no, that. No, see, that doesn't sound like you're trying to be funny. That just sounds like you're trying to watch porn. Yes. Yeah. yeah, but if I wanted to watch porn, I could go on the hub, the Hubberson. That's what I could do. <laughs> then why didn't you? Right, then why didn't you? <laughs> because, the hubs of porn. Well, because I sometimes I like to see uh, like different like sex. All right, all right. Sex <laughs> all right, all right. No. Just to see. No, uh, stop it. Why? Why? You wanted to see Johnson. We're not going to break face. down the kind of things you like to see. <laughs> so you love Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> Horny hour. <laughs> I told you it was coming up. <laughs> well, that's why I like The Young and the Restless because they. it was more like softcore <laughs> shit. What is that movie? It's not a movie. It's, it's a, a soap, soap opera. opera that my mother watches. It's a soap opera. He's obsessed with it. Oh, it's actually, so the funny. first time I met. Wait, wait, wait. When wait is a minute. It was on the Landmark Diner C- the other day. It's on, <laughs> it's on CBS. But um, the first time I met Vince's mom, <laughs> she found out. I think she was listening to the podcast. I mentioned the your young mom the, listens to this. I think I this told her years that ago. Seamus liked The Young and the Restless, and she might have heard that one part. And she came. We had like a thirty-minute conversation about the happenings of The Young and the Restless, <laughs> and we bonded. You guys definitely talk about that show every time. So how how old's your mom? <laughs> forty eight. I'm on the same wavelength as a forty eight year old woman. You're a boomer. Are basically a boomer. Forty eight year old woman. <laughs> We've always said you're a boomer, so this is no surprise. Well, Bruce Springsteen how, released how, a new single, well, by the way. How did you end up watching this show? Well, so you can blame my family. It's actually a form of child abuse. I, I would say. <laughs> Because my parent, my 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 grandma, Stop putting a flamethrower to everything. <laughs> my Jesus gra- my grandma uh, would have it on, and okay, so to your grandma, and she was like, ah, "I want to watch my stories." So I was like, "All right, you can my watch stories. your stories. <laughs> you can watch your stories, mom." I used to call her mom, mom. Uh, so now That's I'm gonna cute. now I'm gonna cry. It's an important now, detail. No, but I was very close. I was very. Did she clo- lived by the Wawa. <laughs> yeah, she actually did. The, she lived right around the corner from the Wawa on Harbison Avenue. In in uh, Wissanoming. What's her social uh, security? Uh, doesn't that die with her? So it's I could say it on the air. <laughs> Not that I know. She well, she's been dead since two thousand seven. Oh man! But um, 
<laughs> Not that I know. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> but so she would have the young and the restless on. She would have the young and the restless on, and it was after like. So we w- first she would have Regis and Kelly on, okay? Oh, oh it's all making it sense is. now. Yes. So that's where my that's so where cold. my fascination with uh, Regis Philbin and, and and daytime talk shows uh, came about. And so we would watch live with Regis and Kelly, and then like we would order pizza from Perry's Pizza. You know, you know Perry's Pizza? No, I do not. It's in the Northeast. Great pizza shop. Nobody gives a shit. Whatever. It's by the <laughs> Jesus Wawa. Jesus Christ! There you go. So we have our lunch break, and then the Young and the Restless comes on. And we watch The Young and the Restless. I get hooked onto the storylines because they're so interesting. And I, I would just follow. It's <laughs> interesting mm-hmm. as the details in your stories. I, I would just follow these storylines and just become obsessed with The Young and the Restless. So that's how there I you go. So that's my grandmom's fault. This is the same lady that also <laughs> called me on the phone every time she saw Rick Springfield on TV performing <laughs> because she thought that it was he, Bruce Springsteen. He must have been called all the time. Then. She was like, hey, uh, Rick Springfield's on the Today Show. I know you love him. And I'm like, Mom, Mom, I like Bruce Springsteen. When's the last time Rick Springfield was on the Today Show? I don't know, but he was on it. What do you think? I made this up? Was it Today Show's only on in the 80s? Well, he, no, he must have had like an album that came out like 10, 15. Nobody's promoting Rick Springfield out of the 80s. Well, I guess they did. Jesse's girl remastered. Because she, she would call me and say, Rick Springfield's on the television. And I would be like, no, my mom, I don't want to see Rick Springfield. I want to see Bruce Springsteen, you old hag. And well, then I would hang up the phone. Did she watch Californication? Because he's in that. My grandmom has been dead for years, dude. I don't know what she watched <laughs> besides The Young and the Restless. And, oh, she loved Larry King Live. And I'm also obsessed with Larry King. So, I mean, yeah, I think it was because of her. Have you that- seen how many wives that guy has? <laughs> Oh God, yeah. I mean, got like, a laundry list. He married. Um, see, I think he's married eight different times. There is this funny, this funny bit. He invited Dom Rickles to his um, to his wedding. We are playing all go. the Chamber hits Here today, baby. So he invited Rickles. He invited Rickles to his wedding, and Rickles said a few words. You know, he's like insult, insult comic, whatever. So he was like, she happened to be a Mormon. And she was she was gorgeous, but she was Mormon. And Don Rickles goes, "Yeah, you're Mormon. Uh, you people usually have seven or eight wives, but don't worry, Larry took care of that for you because she was like his seventh yeah. uh, spouse. So I thought that was a funny thing, and we got crickets again. But <laughs> I thought I'm laughing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're, yeah, you're, you're, I, I got a better joke than that. You're hysterical. <laughs> Mormon, more like more women. <laughs> Whoa! There we go. All right, so uh, to wrap things up today... Uh, Do you want to talk about the Phillies at all? No, not really. No. You know why? No. Because we just got major breaking news today that that billionaire guy is actually in agreement to buy the Mets. As Vince he's going to buy as and he's going to buy Bryce. Finangling the, the microphone over there. It, it fell. It's it fell. Fine. It's fine. Who yeah. are we talking about? Are talking about Steve Cohen? Steve Cohen bought the Mets. He's in agreement. Thank God Josh Harris didn't get it. So I, I wish you know it would have been great though if he got them and sold by, it. by selling the Sixers. So here's what's going to happen. Hey, here's what's made happen. my life better. I know. JT Romuto is going to be a Met for the next seven years probably. Yep. And Harper's going to reconstruct his contract and opt out after two years and join JT uh, on the Mets. And the Mets are going to become that dynasty that the Yankees were with. Uh, Mets with, are not becoming a dynasty. I'm just saying they could they could buy all of their players. Honestly, the Phillies deserve whatever the fuck happens to them for being such a piece of shit organization. Yeah. They just need starting pitching. They've been they've been an, they've been a franchise for 137 years and they've made the playoffs 14 times. 
That's an abysmal Let that fucking stat. sink in for a second. 130-something years, and they've been in the playoffs 14 fucking times. Steroid era, man. I mean, what can you do? <laughs> 14 times. We had a lot of competition in the steroid era. We've been around since since World War Two. Yeah, well, we World lost a lot. We lost a lot of men in that war. So maybe that had something to do with it. <laughs> maybe all of the Phillies players got killed in the war. Maybe the guy that was destined to be the next Phillies ace in 1946 <laughs> got killed in Germany. He, he, no, he, his, his grandpa. He, he just very may well his have grandpa. But like, can I? Can I? Like going back to the 9/11 thing. I, cause oh dear I, well, lord! Because I never got your opinion on it. Don't you think that the rest of the attacks of that day are like completely overlooked? I well, mean, didn't there's do as much damage. There's a lot of fishy things with all of that. Well, there's so, weird yes. coincidences with the whole thing, but I'm not saying conspiratorial. I'm just saying <coughs> people think of the World Trade Center uh, more than any of the other places yes. that got hit. Probably because way more people yeah. died. It was a mass yeah. murder, essentially. <laughs> it was, but like, dude, that shit. Died at the Pentagon? But that shit happened 134. Exactly. You can't compare that to two entire so it's buildings. In the, it's in the hundreds. Skyscrapers full of people. It's in the hundreds. But, like, I, I just think it's because it's so... The, the visual is so... It, it's so amazing. And it's New York City. It's New yeah. York City. It's it's That skyline was the most recognizable in the world, arguably. And it, it literally just disappeared. So I think it was more of, like, holy shit. Like, like it was more real, in a sense. Like... Because most people, like, aren't familiar. Like, your everyday American, I don't feel like, is too familiar with the Pentagon. They know what it is, but they're, they're, they don't really, like, have a... The not, same it's relationship. not a DC monument. Yeah, exactly. It's, uh, it, again, it's a, it's a real, real nice coincidence that the, uh, the only plane that crashed was going to where the president lives. Yeah, but the, also Bush was in Florida. The only... Yeah, but why would he destroy his own house? Oh, all right, dude. I don't think he had anything to do with it. I'm not. I'm not saying whether he did or not, but I mean, but it's a compelling what, case. But what he did have the to do with it. The only plane that failed to reach his destination was heading towards his house. Well, because it was overtaken by by the passengers, allegedly, who were trying to land the plane, allegedly, and they had a struggle with the terrorists, an alleged struggle, and the plane crashed. Allegedly. Allegedly. But but that makes sense to me. <laughs> but if you look at it, if you want to think like a conspiracy theorist, all the other planes made it to their destination, killed people, and then the one that was supposed to go to the president of the United States' house was the only one that didn't make it there. But the, but it's also not a fact that it was supposed to go to the White House. Well, most, they people, most people think it was the Capitol. Well, if even if it wasn't going to the White House, you would think that that would be one of the places that they'd target, even more so than the Pentagon. Who gives a fuck? Like, if you're Osama bin Laden... Do you think more about the Pentagon or the White House? I mean, I I think Bin Laden knows exactly what, well knew exactly what was happening in, in our government. Bin Laden was also involved in the CIA. Let's not forget that. I mean, I don't know enough about him to, to say that, but I mean, the nine eleven conspiracies are ones that can they reel me wild. in. They reel me in. I'm well, not saying I believe them, but yeah. the, re, the, re, the, the, re, <laughs> the repercussions of it are the concerning point to me. Oh, absolutely. I'm not really concerned on how or why. It's what happened after. Well, I mean, I'm kind, the, of, the I'm guy kind of concerned about the whole thing only because our government gave us a phony 9-11 commission, which was proven to be a hoax and not truthful. And they said, hey, yeah. this is everything that happened. Meanwhile, all the pertinent uh, questions were not answered in that 9-11 commission. Yeah. And I just feel bad for the fact. I'm not saying it for, oh, hey, as American citizens, we have a right to know every single thing that happened that day. But I do think that the families deserve some sort of closure. 
And there's people still dying from the ramifications of, of 9-11 That's today. more of what I'm on, yeah. But not only, not only in the Middle East, I'm saying here as well. Yeah. I mean, you have, you have first responders that are dying from cancer that is most likely caused from being down there yes. on that day. So, I mean, it, it, it goes much deeper than, than, than we all think. The, uh, the guy that owned the, the World Trade Center, he, it's like... Larry Silverstein. Didn't he uh, put in, like, a, some kind of terrorism insurance, like, two weeks before? He... Uh, so the story like is that that, that sounds, one gets me. I, I, he he put in proven? he put in some form of insurance or he did so. I gotta look. That I would up. love to see proof of that. What's his that, name again? Larry Silverstein. No, there was a story out there that he took out some insurance like the week before nine eleven happened. Seems like a conspiracy graph, and it does. And I don't know how true how relevant that is, but it is startling to me that it, it, one of the buildings that was not even touched. By an air by an aircraft just collapsed in free fall motion. I mean, I think that's bizarre. Jet fuel can't melt steel beams, right? But I mean, I don't know. I mean, uh, apparently it can. Like because there are scientists that have studied that, and they said, hey, yeah, like if if a building's burning like that, it can certainly collapse. Just going over the particulars is so exhausting to me. Like, it is, and it's almost pointless it's because I stupid shit. But it I feel really like is. I feel like we'll never find out what actually ha- like what we actually aren't. happened. Yes, exactly. And, and who was definitely point, involved though, why with does it? it matter? But the, the fact is, um, when Bush launched the, the the war on Iraq, the fact is Iraq didn't have anything to do with 9-11. Exactly. And that is a provable fact, and that was just an excuse to invade another country and go to war. And, and get he, some of that oil money. Yeah, to get the oil money, and he used the vulnerability of the country yep. to, to basically go to war and kill millions of people. And don't forget the NSA. The creation of the NSA. Well, that's yeah, a true. thing too. But I Patriot actually, Act. but I actually, well, the mm-hmm. Patriot Act is is obviously a violation of every single constitutional right that we have. No disrespect. This is going to sound okay. I don't even know if I want to say this anymore. Then I'm going to say it. You say wild shit. No disrespect to anyone that died on uh, 9/11. But the worst goddamn thing that happened as a repercussion of 9/11 was the TSA. I mean, I, fuck that shit. I think it's Iraq War. That, the worst part about that terrorism attack it's was the fact that it the takes Iraq out war, not the nope. minor inconvenience Guess of what? you getting on a plane. This is why do you hate the TSA? Now listen, listen. This I, is how selfish. Appara- apparently, they could see uh, your dick. This is no oh god. And listen, this I, is how selfish I'm going to be. I may try to get it a little excited before I walk through the thing. <laughs> the, I, I may do. The that. war doesn't have a direct impact on me, so I don't really care. When I have to take a flight, it does fucking go up my ass, and it takes hours to get on there. You know how swim, easy it is to get TSA swim, just swim to Italy. <laughs> I'm sorry, swim I'm allowed to sound selfish no, for I mean, once, dude. I agree that like maybe it's a it's it's a pain in the I, ass. I'm joking. It's not obviously the worst thing, but goddamn. <laughs> no, I mean, but goddamn. I, but Osama I, bin Laden is that was that his plan all along to make it a I mean, four hour process I to mean, get on a flight in the United States? Probably not. Well, little did he know. Maybe it was. Little did he know what his actions would do. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, so the Phillies are <laughs> fucked because Cohen's the new owner of the Mets. But um, oh, but I did watch that Mike Piazza home run like the week after 9-11. <laughs> that now that wait, mi- wait wait was that your like kind of uplifter after like horror depression well, well, reality that, of all those well, actually, series. I, actually, I watched a documentary about the Marriott at, at the World Trade Center. Guess what? And they, they had they had a hotel. Where, where you, is, I was is this there. all YouTube? Yeah, and, and it's an actual... Oh God. I was in the that Marriott a month before the 9-11 happened. Oh my God. A month I later, the, I uh, a month later, and I wouldn't have to deal with this on the podcast. <laughs> no, you wouldn't be getting a ride to the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> that's true. No, but that's amazing. 
I did not know that. Yeah, I, I still have the door hanger that says do not disturb because my parents wanted to take it. And we were there almost a month of the day. It happened. Holy shit, that's bizarre. <laughs> that is eerie yeah. to like think about. Yeah. But th- but like this this fucking documentary is amazing, dude. They had a who who did it? No, it was like a legit like History Channel documentary. Oh, yeah, no, legit was... History Channel, the <laughs> channel dedicated to questioning who built Aliens. the pyramids. Aliens. It's also interesting how. Uh, well, I don't know that it was the History people. Channel. Maybe no, it, it was a network television channel. No pictures of Bin Laden, and they just throw his body in the ocean. Yeah. Who cares? But um, <laughs> come on, man. Things like that get me thinking. Oh, by the way, did you did you see that uh, that NBA game last night in, in which one of the announcers said, "I got through 9/11 because I put Bruce Springsteen's The Rising album on every anniversary of 9/11 because his friend was like killed in the World Trade Center, and he was one of the announcers literally said, I, uh, Bruce Springsteen's The Rising album gets me through every 9/11 because my friend was killed in the World Trade Center.'" <laughs> Who said this? Some announcer on the, um, on one of the games. He was last like night. spazzing out over the Clippers it. game. He was screaming. No, no, no. Sheamus was like spazzing out about it. Oh yeah, I was too. <laughs> when he found out. Wait, this was yesterday. <laughs> yeah, last night. And no, there was only a day game. No, yeah, no, it was this was two nights ago. Or two, no, two we nights. We were hanging out. We were hanging out. Oh, after when we went to McDonald's. Rockets, yeah. Rockets uh, Lakers. Yeah. Then we went to uh, McDonald's afterwards. By the Wawa. No, before. Actually, yeah, right by the Wawa. Wow. <laughs> I got a Big Mac. You don't think that's a little, little yes. uh, concerning, though, Seamus? That we we don't know if he's actually that. I got a Big Mac. Got a big sure, <laughs> sure, it was very concerning. It brought me back to my fat days. I was no. like, oh, three more of these, and I'm 400 pounds. Bin, bin Laden never saw his body. I don't care enough because I don't even think oh, uh, Bin Laden was as heavily as involved as they make you believe he was. I think there were more people he involved. He ties the CIA. That's all I'm going to say. He was the puppet king. But anyway, so some guy on the, on the NBA broadcast talked about Bruce Springsteen and his dead friend that was killed in the World Trade Center and how, and how the rising helps him get through 9-11. And I thought that was nice. Yeah. Uh, okay. Are else? you like Googling um, this to verify if it's true or not, <laughs> yeah, Taylor? I'm very interested on who went on this I, fucking I wild would not, thing. <laughs> I would not lie about that. No, I, would, I just want to know who said it. All you have to do is go on Twitter and like I guarantee you somebody's going to be like, yo, why is this guy talking about Bruce Springsteen during the middle of this uh, uh, playoff game? Like, I, I thought Bruce was going to come out and like do the rising like album from start to finish. Uh, but can, can I talk about sports for a minute? I actually just was thinking of something. <laughs> well, he was talking about sports. I know we're a sports podcast. Uh, this <laughs> oh, is, next this week, is, by the way, switching to a 9-11 conspiracy podcast. <laughs> This is more Alex Shame. Jones will Shame be, be yeah. Alex Jones and Jesse Ventura <laughs> in studio next week. You're about to be excluded for a minute, kind of, because it's basketball. Uh, Pat, who are you going to be rooting for in the Eastern Conference Finals? Oh, I don't have an opinion. All of a sudden, well, do uh, you, dude, I've been watching this these uh, playoffs. Uh, who will you be rooting for? Ever since the Rona, I've been paying attention. Who to the will you be rooting for? Then? Shit about who uh, will you guys be rooting wait, for? Wait, 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 wait. Who's left in the playoffs? Uh, the Lakers. Okay. The uh, the uh, 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 oh, hold boy. on, give me a minute. This is not. Give me a minute. I forget the other ones. <laughs> uh, the Celtics. Okay. And and that's the ones that I want to see battle each other. You I want to. I, I want to see. How many other are left? Playing? Is it Giannis's team still in it? No. no. Oh, he got because he sucks. By the way, but uh, yeah, because yeah, you clearly bad. know a lot. He he is awful. Yeah, the MVP is bad. He sucks. Well, he yeah. hasn't gotten the MVP yet. It's not. It's not rule out that it could go to Braun. Well, he has one. Well, yes, yes, I, he does. I think most spates is going to get the. <laughs> I want to talk for real. I know basketball from like the 2000s. All right, let's let's talk. That's what I want. Let's talk for real. 
Oh, you don't not now? No, I think the Celtics against the the Lakers. I think the Celtics are well, going to win. Even, how can name, you name three Celtics? How can you I wait? Wait, how that. can you predict that if you don't know who the Celtics are playing and who the Cl- Lakers are going to play? And I That's just gave true. it away. Well, no, there's well they, they, the games the games that have been three decided teams yet. that are not mentioned. Yeah. All right, okay, well, so we got the the Dallas when Stars. Is it, when does it start? <laughs> I know the next game. Hockey. The next game is Game Seven tomorrow, right? We got uh, game Seven and then Miami yeah, Boston so, tomorrow. Okay, the, the two teams you didn't know in the West are uh, the Clippers versus the Nuggets. They're going to Game Seven tomorrow. Who do you guys got in that? How is the How are the Nuggets like in the playoffs? They're a good team. They have a collection of. I thought they were really like an eight seed team. Jokic and Murray, who do you Who yeah. do you got, Pat? I think. I don't think that the Murray Jokic magic is going to continue through Game Seven. I no. think it's going to be the Clippers. What I do you mean, think, Taylor? Uh, Kawhi gave him seven. Yeah, like that's I mean, that's that's say. all he really. Yeah, exactly. Like all he has to do is turn on the magnets with his head. And, you know. I have. A you friend. don't remember Kawhi came seven, but the buzzer beater. Yeah, yes, that was literally. I have a friend point. who's a big. I thought Clippers that was like fan, last so year. It was. Yeah, I have a, a year ago. I have a friend who's a big Clippers fan, so I really want them to lose. I don't know who's going to win. I mean, it's. I don't. I mean, it would be nice to see them lose. Coming but back I don't from think they're going. Coming back three one is extremely hard. Who's a Clippers fan? Also, Paul George Colton. woke up. That's the other thing that people aren't really talking about as much. Paul George actually woke up this series. And he's actually been playing pretty well. Yeah. He hasn't been averaging two points. I just don't know how demoralizing. Like that. He's been averaging like twenty a game. I just want to see how how demoralized the Clippers are going to be in this game seven. But at the same time, I can't wait to see an LA. Uh, yeah, that's going to be Western Conference gonna be good. That's going to be great. So who do you think is going to win the Eastern Conference Finals between the Heat or the Celtics? Who would you take? And Celtics. How many I think it's going to go to seven games, and I think I wouldn't be surprised if Heat won. Who are you going to be rooting for? Celtics. That's a hard one because... <laughs> it's a very hard one. Yo, Miami. Yeah, I'm rooting for the, I'm rooting for the like, I, I love Jimmy still. I still I love st- Jimmy. I still love him to death. Like, I, mean, I just want this... I want our I front office... root for the Celtics. Yeah, that's the other thing, yeah. too. I also Fuck want Boston our front office to continue to look stupid for yes, letting exactly. Jimmy go. The only exactly. team I think more than the Celtics is the Sixers. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And that's why we're friends. It's there. funny how we, uh, we built our team around stopping Giannis... And uh, we let uh, never face. We let and then we realized <laughs> it was just Jay Crowder. That's all he needs. <laughs> we we built our team around stopping the Bucks, and then the guy that we let go in order to pursue that team ends up s- gentleman sweeping the Bucks. Yeah, that was. <laughs> so yeah, I'll be rooting for the Heat. I, I'm not going to root for the Celtics, I, even though I do like the players in the Celtics. Like I like uh, I do, Tatum yeah. and I like Jalen Brown. Like everyone besides Tatum. Really? Yeah. I hate Marcus Smart. I, well, I really like Marcus Smart. <laughs> I love and hate Marcus My least Smart. favorite player yeah. in the NBA is actually still playing in the bubble, and that is Patrick Beverly. I fucking you despise. Patrick Beverly is what he cracks plays me like the he fuck thinks he's Marcus Smart. I f- Do you know Patrick what he does in the offseason to work out? Never trust a man what? with two first names. He wears Tims names. on the beach and runs oh, on the I saw beach. That. <laughs> that shit he, is so funny. He just is an... Oh, I, not to say he's bad. I think he's an overrated-ass defender. I think yeah, Russell, he is overrated. I think Russell Westbrook summed it up perfectly when he said this dude runs around the court and screams and claps and makes y'all think he's a good defender he he is a legit defender he just has more bark than bite yeah i agree with i i can't stand i've hated him ever since uh i used to be like a thunder fan back when uh kd and russ played and patrick beverly like looked like he intentionally took out russ and like which time uh the time uh, I, I think, I'm only saying that because it happened two times. <laughs> the one, the time where the uh, whistle blew and then he like went for a steal and like Russ tore something. I forget what year it was, but yeah, I was very upset about that. I have a score update. I've hated him since then. Of well, you already know. Steelers are up sixteen to ten. Wow! I just That's lost a thousand dollars. Tell tell me about your fantasy team. Uh, hold on. So I don't have anybody active right now, but later on tonight Ooh. I have Derrick Henry. 
against. Nice. Uh, what do you mean against? At Denver? Is is or do you have anybody else to play against? Uh, well, yeah. Well, basically, my opponent's already played all of his minutes, or all of his players have already. Oh no, Melvin Gordon. Oh, How about that versus Melvin Gordon. So Melvin Gordon against Derek Henry. So I'm going to be very excited to watch that, Monday even though I'll probably football. be asleep by twelve. <laughs> I'll probably be passed out by 12 o'clock. Yeah. Uh, assuming, back in the NBA, assuming that it's L.A. versus L.A., who would you guys take? And in how many? L.A. I would take L.A. <laughs> that's that's I easy. I think L.A. is the safest bet. <laughs> yeah. Um, again, I don't know. How could you go against LeBron in anything? That is true. That's the one thing. It's like... But at the same time, you look at Kawhi. The Clippers like, are just deep. Kawhi is also not LeBron. The Clippers are no, but the Clippers are very deep. Like Vince just said, they, I feel like they have. But a LeBron way is it play eight players. But, but LeBron is a guy that's literally carried a team to to championships. According single handedly. According to my friend who is a Clippers fan, he says that uh, Kawhi, with his current resume, is top five all time and better than LeBron. The last part is not true at all. Yeah, he's not better. The first LeBron. part isn't true. Kawhi, with his current resume, is not in the top five. <laughs> all, he's saying all time. Not right now. All time. I mean, two championships and two finals MVPs on two I different mean, teams. Ta- is pretty, I, that's pretty insane. LeBron, Jordan, Magic, Kareem, Larry Bird, all a lot better than Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard I has say a lot. Kawhi Leonard has Kawhi less. Leonard would smoke all of them besides LeBron. Kawhi right Leonard has yeah. zero regular season MVPs, and he has less points scored than Andrew Wiggins. All about the rings, baby. Right, but he's like two hundred something in scoring and like three hundred in. I think, I think we should have won less for for <clears throat> Wiggins. That's what I think. Yeah, yeah. bring Wiggins back. I t- bring I'm gonna him, take. Bring I would back. take. I'm gonna take. Lakers. Bring back Spencer Hall's wire at it. I think it's going seven God. regardless. I'll take Lakers. Just because I'm not betting against LeBron. And you're a Lakers fan. I'm not a Lakers fan. I'm a LeBron. Oh, I'm sorry, fan. you're a LeBron. Why is Colton <laughs> a, 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 a Clippers fan? I don't know why he's a Clippers fan. Because I'm pretty he sure he's himself. from he's from Philadelphia. He is from Philly. He what, his what's family. The, what's the football team he's a fan of too? Isn't it like some random? No, football team? no, no, he's, 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 he's just, a fan of the Eagles. No, but he's a, he's a crazy. Uh, what's that? Who's that fighter's name? Uh, Conor McGregor. He's a big McGregor guy. Oh, McGregor. He's like like worships McGregor. Oh, don't be taking me to Lucky Charms. Literally worships him. <laughs> he, I can't. He's also one of the best human beings I've ever met in my entire life. He's a good guy, but he's McGregor? also a fucking no, no, just kid. No. <laughs> McGregor's got another <laughs> sexual assault charge, by the way. He's got another sexual assault charge again. Does he really? Yeah, they're denying it though. His team, well, of course, they're saying so it's yeah. false. Oh no, they're not. Oh uh, yeah, he definitely assaulted that woman. They're not going to say that. Well, I mean, I feel like if it happened, there's no denying it. There'd be like a police report, wouldn't there? I don't know. He probably did it, dude. I mean, I'm not going to put it past him. At this He's point. got a pretty bad track record. But uh, anyway, I, I won't even call Colton a bandwagon fan because he has been a fan of the Clippers for as long as I've known him, which has been since like what did he love like Sam Cassell? <laughs> I guess so, yeah. He's been big, a fan. Big Elton Brand guy, the player. The one night uh, we went out to this uh, this bar, which is right by... Uh, the Wawa? It's right by, right by, the, right by the Wawa. No, is it the Buffalo uh, Wild Wings? It's No. Uh, it's right by uh, my neighborhood, Fox Chase. It's in the suburbs in Rockledge. It's right outside the city. So like, Is it called are, Rockledge Pub? No, it's called uh, the Ma- Rockledge Gall and Malt House. Oh, uh, sorry. It's like a pretty popular place, but... uh. Since they're outside the city... Hey, all the cool kids go there from Rockledge, like Tommy Leonard and everybody else. Since they're outside the city, they were allowed to operate like under different rules. So like you know, they're allowed to be open until 2 when you're allowed inside. Like Now everyone's allowed. In. So basically, yeah. you can yeah. get the Rona there. Yeah. Problem. Do you want anything else you would like to say? <laughs> no. All right, cool. That, and that's another enough. thing. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, Regis Feldman one time. <laughs> it, was, it was game six, I believe, of 
Islanders versus uh, Flyers, and the same night the Clippers were on, and he was like, let's go out like and watch the game. And I was like, cool. So I'm ready to watch the Flyers. He's all clippered out in his hat and his jersey and shit. <laughs> and we go in, and every single TV in this bar is watching the Flyers. Well, that's Ob- to be expected. Obviously. Yeah. And he is the only person bitching, like, I don't care. It's, it's the one that goes to overtime. Everyone's it's electric. That the fucking bar insane. is packed. Everyone's having a good time, getting excited, watching playoff overtime hockey. And he's like throwing a hissy fit that the Clippers aren't on. I probably do and the same. He says he says to one of the bar backs, this guy, he goes, uh, "Yo, when the game's over, when the game's over, can I get the Clippers on that one TV?" And he goes, "Yeah, dude, but like, you know, no one gives a fuck about the Clippers, right?" <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, "Yeah, I, I know." And I was like, "Dude, imagine if like they would have turned one of the TVs to the Clippers oh game, my God, it and people a fucking mask, and people were like, yo." What the fuck? And they look around and they see the one asshole in the building in his Clippers hat and his Clippers jersey. Yeah, they, he would have probably gotten a handful. Yeah, but that was funny as shit. He missed the entire the entire game basically. That's so funny. Doesn't he have like a like he could have gone on Reddit? I guess. I guess, but like he was he was like we went out to drink and eat with the intention of watching that game. <laughs> well, for him at least. I sometimes <laughs> wish okay. I was gay though. <laughs> Can we make that? Classic though? Can we make like a I sometimes crazy wish EDM I was song gay, out of this? We can send it to a DJ and make an EDM music. remix. Yeah. Hey, hey, listen, Col- Colton, you're a handsome guy. I sometimes wish okay. I was gay, though. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. There you go, Colton. All right, Seamus. Any hey, final, Colton, I'm available. Any final thoughts tonight? And I'm sure he's available. I sometimes wish okay. I was gay, though. Uh, any final thoughts? Uh, yeah. Uh, I sometimes I, wish okay. I was gay, That's though. That's a good final thought. That's my final thought. Wait, can we talk about the Springsteen uh, single that dropped? Nope. Oh, dear Lord. Did you listen to it? It's not good. <laughs> no, I don't care about Bruce Springsteen in 2020. He said it to me. I was cracking up. He said it to why? me. I saw it in the morning when I was, <laughs> what when do I was you mean working. Why? And I was like, well, you're a liberal. He's a liberal. <laughs> I don't give a shit about any artist from the 70s or 80s in 2020. Well, he's relevant in 2022, damn it. No, he's not. He is. Just to you. He's just not. And he you're re- soap opera watching he, this. He re- <laughs> and, and Regis and Kelly. <laughs> and for in a the dead year, guy. In the year of our Lord, 2020, Seamus sits at home and watches The Young and the Restless and <laughs> listens to Bruce Springsteen's new 2020 I single. I sometimes wish okay. I was gay, though. I would say I was born in the wrong decade. <laughs> I sometimes wish okay. I... Well, if you wish you were gay, I don't think so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a good point. All right, let's wrap this up, Seamus. Anything you want to uh, say? Yeah, I'm straight, and there's nothing wrong... <laughs> there's nothing wrong... I swear. <laughs> I swear to God, guys. There's nothing wrong with being gay, but that's just not my cup of tea. Who ever said that? We never you said, said that. You said you wish you were gay. Well, I'm just saying, I just want to make that abundantly clear. We're not making fun of the lifestyle. We're just No, if anything, you're saying you want to be in the lifestyle. So We're making fun of you because how contradictory it is. Oh, yeah, I understand that. But we have okay. a vast audience of all uh, backgrounds and sexual orientation. All right, so hopefully the next time we talk, we'll be coming off an Eagles win and not a fucking atrocious disappointment that was Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully the Phillies will win some games, too, so we can actually be happy. I'm straight, and uh, I'm single. All right, see you guys on Monday. Contra- to popular belief. <laughs> <laughs>